Hey guys, thanks for coming to my YouTube channel. My name is Lauren Hardy and I'm here to talk all things virtual wholesaling. Today I want to talk really briefly and informally about where I was and where I am today and a little bit about what virtual wholesaling is since this is going to be the first video on my YouTube channel. The purpose of these videos uh, are going to be somewhat informal. Uh, very informal. In fact, I don't have a studio. This is my house. You are sitting in my living room with, with me right now. So um, I, I want to keep it as real as possible for you. Today, I want to talk about where I was and where I am today and some of the steps that led me there. And I wanted to, you know, be honest and real with you guys because it's a possibility that perhaps you are right now where I was three years ago when I started this virtual wholesaling journey. If you guys want to get more tips on wholesaling, real estate, all things wholesaling, with a specific focus of virtual real estate, please subscribe to my channel. And if you guys are interested in free stuff, I am offering some free scripts on my website. It's at www.thismomflips. So go ahead and check out my website. Uh, subscribe to the e-newsletter and I will hook you up with a free script and probably some other freebies as I add to it. So get started on that. Um, all right, let's go. A lot of people ask me, you live in California, why do you invest in states like Oklahoma or North Carolina? And here's my answer. So I started this business uh, about eight years ago. And I started at a time where it was a lot easier to flip houses. So I just got right into house flipping. It, it was a great time to be a house flipper and I did pretty well. But what started happening is as more people started getting in the industry, the market started heating up in California and the demand for housing in California started increasing. So it started getting very difficult to find deals in California. I grew really frustrated. So let's take you back. This is now like 2013, 2014. I'm noticing that, you know, I'm marketing to sellers and my response rate is lower. My, my conversations with sellers seem more hostile. They aren't being really pleasant. They're, you know, kind of jerks to be honest. And I, I was wondering, God, am I, am I doing something wrong? So, you know, I'd like, I buy these courses and you know, the core, of course, the course content writers were like living in different states. You know, they would live in, they were doing this business in Florida or Arizona, not in California. And, but I would still buy these courses and I try to apply exactly like what the courses were telling me into my business, you know, Southern California, 2014, 2015. And it, I grew frustrated because it just didn't seem like we were talking about the same business. My experience was very different from theirs. I would do exactly what they would say and I was not getting the same result and I was growing extremely frustrated. Um, I, I was also getting really frustrated. I was listening to these podcasts and the you know, you'd be listening to these newbies who would go, look how I closed 75 deals in my first year wholesaling houses and I was like, man, what, like, am I not that smart? Is there something wrong with me? I don't, I don't get it. Like, what am I doing wrong? So I, I essentially, I, I was, the inferiority complex was growing uh, day by day. I was just growing extremely frustrated. 
And I really, I, I didn't have any direction. I, at this time, I had not heard the term virtual wholesaling. I, I did not know it was a thing, but it, I started thinking that there must be something with this territory, which is why it's so difficult because everybody that's doing so well doesn't seem to be in California. But then everybody in California is kind of singing the same tune I am. So I came with, you know, I came to the conclusion that it must be my market territory. Flat, let's fast forward about, we're into now 2015. So I have some flips under my belt. I've done some wholesaling, but I'm still struggling. You know, it was like I would, the snowball, I always said it was like I had a lopsided snowball. Like I, I, I would get the snowball effect and then all of a sudden it would just roll on its side and stop moving, okay? So I actually went to a seminar in Nashville, Tennessee, and I had an aha moment, okay? I'm sitting around at this seminar and it was like a classroom full of like 15 students. And at the time, I think I had about three years experience in flipping homes and wholesaling houses. And, you know, I look around and everybody's saying, okay, my name is so-and-so and I do this many deals. My name is so-and-so and I did this many deals. And, and I've been in the business this long, right? And I look and it's like everybody had less experience than me and everybody had way more deals and was making way more money than I was. And I was really frustrated. <laughs> By the time it got to me, I felt so inferior. I, I felt like, man, I, I must not be that smart. Like what is going on? Why are all these people, they have less experience than me, but they're doing so much better. Is it because, you know, maybe I'm a busy mom and I just haven't been able to like dedicate myself quite as much to it or what? So this was like a three day seminar. I had three days with these people. And so I got to go to lunch with them. I got to get to know them very well. I found out that they had very similar lives as I did. And I did figure out that they were not any smarter than I was. They weren't any more special. They weren't working any harder. If anything, I was working harder to do the few deals, a few flips a year I was doing than they were. So really it was my aha moment when I said, it's the market territory. It's gotta be where I live. That is the problem here. It's not me, it's not my mindset, it's nothing else but the market territory. So that moment for me was huge, but I still wasn't fully convinced, okay? I still needed like a little bit more evidence that, you know, my market territory, you know, that it, that it is worth considering trying a different market and trying to make this business work when you're out of state because that was like to me this is like a big elephant okay like I, I how do we take this sort of thing on from there what i did is i joined a coaching program and it was one of the best decisions i ever made because now i had you know somebody that was doing like hundreds of deals a year and they were coaching me along the way one-on-one -on -one. well it was a big group but it was you know you would get like coaching calls and things like that so Within this coaching program, I actually had an amazing, this is really what convinced me, and it was this perspective of the coach. The coach actually lived in a different territory than me, but he he actually tried to team up with a California investor and do the marketing in California. And, and he was gonna do the acquisitions and this guy was gonna do the dispositions in California. And he had this perspective. He said he tried it for one month and quit. It was way harder. The seller, his his direct mail response rates were terrible. The sellers were not responsive to the offers. It was very difficult to convince the seller to take a discount on their home. He 
threw in the towel after a month and he said, I assure you, Lauren, knowing what I know, you would have a much easier time in any other market than Southern California. And I, that was all I needed to hear. It, when, once I heard that, I realized that I need to make a change or I'm not going to make it. And I'm going to have to go back to like getting a job or something. So that was really my aha moment. It took me a while. It really took me a while to get convinced. I, I will say I chewed on this idea between the Nashville and this coaching program for probably six months where I was, I was like, man, but going out of state, that seems like that's going to be so hard. And then I'm going to have to like somehow make that work. And maybe the challenges of that aren't going to be any better or, or any, you know, I guess the challenges of that won't be any better than the challenges I'm facing here in my own backyard. Like the kind of the grass isn't going to be greener on the other side. And I, I wasn't sure, but when I heard that advice and I got that perspective from someone, that was, that was it. That was it. That was literally the phone call that changed my career. My first go at, you know, once I made the decision to go virtual, I, it was kind of like the, the story of like Goldilocks and the three bears where I tried different things and eventually one was just right. So it was a lot of trial and error. Now we are now in 2016. The first thing I did was I went straight into spec house building, <laughs> ground up construction. I fell into it because I had met someone who was doing it and I just thought it sounded cool. And he, you know, we kind of teamed up together and it, it just seemed like a great idea. So I tried that and it actually was not that difficult. Ground up construction is was not that bad being out of state because once you, you know, got your architectural plans and your contractor gave you a bid, as long as you didn't change your finishes, it was, you know, you were gonna, there wasn't gonna be very many change orders or anything. So it wasn't too bad. Um, so that was my first go at it. Then I tried flipping houses. So I thought, okay, well, if I can do, gosh, if I could build houses, like I could totally flip houses, right? So I started flipping houses and that was no fun. That was a terrible experience. Flipping houses out of state is is not easy because there's you have this pre-existing home and any contractor can basically say anything. They and you're not there to verify it. So they can say, "Oh gosh, you know what? I didn't see this the first time I went around, but you need to replace the roof." How did you not see that the first time you're going around? You know, right? Or they would they would make up repairs um, the contractors would start kind of getting lazy and they would put my projects to the side and it just wasn't a great experience. So I wasn't a fan of that. Then I decided, you know what, I'm just going to wholesale this, this stuff. I'm going to wholesale everything I get under contract and see how that goes. And easy, easy peasy, right? Aside from a few extra steps that I had to take because I wasn't there, it wasn't that bad. It, and it was surely not as bad as working my California market because that just to get a deal one deal was a ton of work i had to make a million offers i talked to a bunch of sellers way more sellers than i needed to in in this market so i decided wholesaling is where i need to stick with if it's going to be virtual for me now you guys may have different experiences but for me wholesaling virtually is where i like to focus i'm very niche um, so that's, you know, how I came up with wholesaling virtually. It took me, you know, just that process alone took a couple years of deciding and coming to that conclusion that wholesaling is 
would rather I'd rather just focus straight on wholesaling. That's essentially my transition. This was that was my journey into virtual wholesaling. I wanted to give you guys a little bit of the background of where you know I came from, you know, and then where I am today, right? So, but before we get into where I am today, I think it's important to really hone in and explain to you why virtual wholesaling might be a better option for you than trying to make your own backyard work. I always say, you know, when in doubt, your own backyard is probably the best bet, okay? But there are times and situations where it's not. And the two most obvious is when you live in a very rural area or when you live in a very high-priced area. When you've got those two extremes, you run into a supply and demand issue, which basically affects your ability to convince a seller to take a discount on their home. So let's start with rule. If you live in a very rural area, you are gonna have a very easy time getting a seller to accept a discount on their home. In fact, sometimes the sellers will just give their homes away. But you run into another problem, which is you can't pay anyone to buy that house. So you get on the other end where you're trying to wholesale the house. You're trying to sell the home to someone else, but that someone else doesn't want the home. It's just too low end. If they wanted a deal like that, they could just go on the MLS or they just, nobody's buying there. It's not a viable area. Um, the economy isn't great. There's a low, you know, low employment rate there. So that would be one example. The next example, which was for me, Southern California, would be too high end. That would be that your demand is just too high. In a market like Southern California, you are dealing with people that just wanna live there. So if they, let's use looking on the MLS, for example. If say a buyer is looking on the MLS and they see you know homes in this city and they notice that there's one that's even slightly discounted, say $10,000 compared to the rest of the neighborhood, that house will get 10 offers. Eventually it'll get above asking price. They'll even get a few all cash from foreign investors and boom, the house is off the market. It flies like hotcakes, okay? How in a market like that are you going to tell a seller Hey, Mr. Seller, I know you could sell your house right now for about 100% of value in five days, but I'm gonna offer you all cash, and the only caveat is I want it 30% off. You are going to be told to pound sand over and over and over and over again from these sellers, and that's what happened to me, and I basically walked out of every day of my life very defeated and depressed. So those are the two extremes. If you find that you are in one of those scenarios, I am going to urge you to go to my website, check out what I have to say, and look into my coaching program and my course, Crush Virtual Wholesaling, okay? If you find yourself in this situation, it might be wise for you to consider wholesaling outside of your market territory. And my course and my one-on-one -on -one coaching is going to teach you exactly how to do that. I really urge you, check the website out again, www.thismomflips.com and check out what I have to offer you. Um, I'm even offering some free scripts if you sign up for the email list. So get on that.
and last but not least where i am today so listen okay i am not saying it's it's not all rainbows and butterflies i am a normal person i'm just like you guys i am not like and now i live in bali and i wholesale houses virtually and no it's not that i'm a normal person i'm a mom of two kids i have an awesome schedule i pick up my kids every day from school i can work from home um, i am not actually i i don't work in my business i don't do the acquisitions i don't talk to sellers anymore i've really automated that i have employees that do those things for me so really what i do now is just make sure that everybody else does their job and film content like this uh, closing in at 2019, so let's just start with where I got started. The first three years of my business, I did maybe three flips a year, okay? And it was Southern California, so it was good. I made good money on those flips. I mean, those were high ticket flips, but it was like three of them, okay? And it, and it was very infrequent. It, it, I lived in anxiety because I never really knew when I would get my next deal. When you only do three in a year, it's very difficult because you're wondering, well, what if I didn't pick, what if I didn't pick up the phone and I didn't get that third deal? You know, where would I be? Right? So that's where I was my first three years of the business. Once I made the choice to go virtual, that is really when the consistency came and I started closing deals every month and my numbers really started multiplying. It really was a compound effect. Um, so where we are at 2019, we have closed 55 wholesale transactions. These are all out of state. I have not toured a house. I don't inspect homes. I don't meet sellers face to face. I don't get in my car. Um, this is all virtual, all over the phone. That's where we're at from, you know, onesie twosie to 55 a year. I'm hoping next year, maybe we can double that number. We'll see. Um, so if I can do it, you guys can too. So again, you guys, um, you know, stick with me on this YouTube channel. Check out what I have to say. I will definitely be show, uh, you know, showing you guys more and, and filming more content. Um, check out the website. Oh, and please follow me on Instagram because I do post quite a bit there, um, a lot of pro tips, uh, and I just post a lot about my life. So you can kind of see how I, you know, how I live and a little about a little bit about who I am. So, anyways, guys, if you made it this long into the video, thank you so much for listening to what I have to say. Thanks, bye.